Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Aquafina. And we are a comic relief for your reality. Shit is real, but it's funny. This podcast represents the opinions of Molly and Aquafina and no way is connected to our employees or associated business partners. This content is for information purposes only. Thank you and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Molly and Aquafina, where we are creating a safe space for all things Black, Black, and more Black. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate all the love and the support. This is episode 37. Hello. I'm trying to figure out why it sounds so low. I feel like I sound like I'm a part of the Temptations. <laughs> and so I feel like it's a little bit of... <laughs> I don't know what's going on this morning. It's just gonna have to. She's gonna have to do. Listen, like I need right to say, I'm giving you the best that I got today, and this is giving it. you the best that I got. All right, friend. So, how was your week slash weekend? Because you actually had a good one. I did. I'm I'm literally just coming back um from vacation. It was much needed, mm-hmm. much deserved, and it was absolutely beautiful. I can imagine. I am I am trying to recover from time difference. Um wait, so what was the time difference over there? Like if it's it's just like two hours. Two hours. Oh, okay. So kind of sort of like Vegas, because isn't Vegas like three? I think Vegas is three, yeah. Um and I know a lot of us say that the melanin just don't need to be protected from the sun. Oh, but it, I am feeling. My, <laughs> really? I, I don't know if you can see, but no. my nose, I am peeling so bad. And the one place that I really didn't put too much sunscreen was on my face because I left my, um, sometimes I would use um, black girl sunscreen. Yeah. Or the sunscreen for black, black girl sunscreen. Sunscreen so, for black girl. Somebody black. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, I use that, but it makes me um very oily, not in like a olive oil way, kind of like a, a little bit more of oil than I prefer to have on my face. Not dewy, but like not dewy. Yep, there you go. <laughs> and that's what it did for my skin. So I didn't use it too much, but I am literally pilling. Okay. And I think it's my skin like, wait a minute, girl. You haven't been in direct sunlight in how long? In how many years? It probably so felt the, so it good. So, I cannot wait. The sun is the remedy. So I have this thing where I would like squat and bend my knees and I would just hear them crack. Mm-hmm. Like my bone, it always. My bones always crack. As soon as I hit the sun, it did not. It's like the sun was just like, it's medicine. It. Yes. <laughs> It lubricates your bones. You be feeling like the Tin Man before you get there. The Tin Man. And I was like, Dorothy just running around. (laughs) Without Toto. Without Toto. I left Toto home. (laughs) And it was absolutely beautiful. If you can go on vacation, go on vacation. Now, I I am someone that is a little bit of a scaredy cat. I do not feel comfortable right now going on vacation out of the country. Okay. I think okay. that I would need someone. My The scariest part for me is the transportation to and from the resort yeah. or wherever I'm staying. And I had to leave out at 640 by myself. So I kept like to the airport and to then the air, to the airport. So I, um, you know, the, the, 
resort make sure that you're getting on the right shuttle. So I got in a shuttle. Yeah, but the resort can be a little finicky too. Listen, I got in the shuttle and I said, you're with Amstar, right? I may have asked him like two or three times. And so the last time he was like, yeah, <laughs> accent, <laughs> accent left and everything. Like, sis, why you keep asking me that? Because I want to make sure that you're not with the drug cartel and you're about to Yeah, you're about to traffic me. Hello? Because I'm in here by myself. But I made it to the airport. I said a little prayer like, God, just get me to the airport. Just get me to the airport. And, Forget the know. airport. God, get me to the airport and get me to the resort. <laughs> well, no, this is me going home. Oh. Going home, yeah. I was, it was 6.40 in the morning and I was in there by myself. It was so like, no one was out. No one was out at 6.40 in the morning. So I just like, God, get me to the airport. Get me to the airport. I got to the airport. I probably would have hit the pull of the GPS to I did. follow. So oh, I did. okay. And then me, I thought I had turned my phone all the way down. And they said, you are going. You know how to... <laughs> So I just put my earphone in and I was just like, listen, it say I got 13 minutes. That's all right, because you was letting him know that, listen, sir, I'm on the same. It's not going to be easy getting me out this van and it's not at the We on the same damn trail, okay? Same trail. I'm I'm following you to make sure that you know. And I'm about to drop a pin. So you better (laughs) you better share. If you're leaving, share your location. Let people know where you're going, when you're supposed to return, Absolutely. what time your flight is supposed to get there. Like, I take all the precautions. Or even try to leave and arrive with other people if you can. Try and to I match not. the schedule. So coming in, I was able to link up. But I am the person that when it's time for me to leave, I'm on the first flight out. I do not wait. I don't want to wait. Check out time 11. I need to be back home yeah. by 8. <laughs> I no, I don't, I don't like to wait. But it was absolutely beautiful. Um yeah, I I really enjoyed myself. Well, friend, I'm glad that you made it back. Okay. I missed you so much. I know. And you not said, I'm not going to call my friend while she's out the country. I'm going to give her a break. No shenanigans, you know, no building on the backs of blacks. I'm just going <laughs> to leave her alone and let her enjoy her break, her much, much needed vacation. So I tried my damnedest to not. <laughs> you did, but I was so, I was like, oh. I tried my damnedest not to text you, not to call you when something funny happened. I just let you. <laughs> and it's bad because now I don't remember any of the shit I was supposed to tell you. Don't worry, I'll pour you a drink and it will all come back. <laughs> Oh, oh, speaking of drinks, friend, our two drink competition thing is slowly approaching. Are you ready? Oh, I've been ready. I was okay. born ready. Just be ready to get me home. I'm going to get you home because <laughs> I'm your designated driver. <laughs> and I might wait till um, our friend comes into town. Okay, how about it? I'm, I'm down with I that. might wait till our friend comes into town. Make it a little funny, you know? Okay. <laughs> Smack your knee. <laughs> Smack your knee. I might be on somebody's curb. Okay, listen. These are uh, this the year I'm just trying. Yes. <laughs> this year I'm just trying to create memories. I'm trying to make up for lost time. The last yeah. two years is just like I can't even remember. Um kind of like a blur. And which is a good thing because I don't want to remember. But see, I do want to remember. You want to remember. I remember years. But I don't, because if I felt like from when did it happen? Twenty twenty from twenty 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 from March twenty twenty until March. I mean March until twenty. Because mm, this is twenty twenty two. But you returned back to the office. Like, I did. Like, was it twenty one? Yeah, twenty one. I think right now. 
Mm. What's this? You 20? sure it wasn't March 2019? You and that's the craziest thing. No, it was really March. Wait, 19? Friend, I think you're having a moment. It might be the COVID shot. Okay, so it could be a, a, a million and one things now. It could be the I COVID, think it was March 2019. The COVID shot. <laughs> or it could be the Popeyes. Now, which one? Now, friend, I'm not going to let you do that because that it, fish sandwich is not... No, it wasn't that. It was everything prior to you consuming that wonderful crispy sandwich. So, let's just go to Popeyes real quick because... <laughs> So I returned back to the office and I normally do not eat. So once I left work, I was just like, I'm so hungry. Like I could eat anything right now. So I saw Popeye's. I was just like, and don't Popeyes do it. I saw you. I was like, don't do it, don't do it. Now my intentions were, oh, just get a small fry. You know, that will hold you over. Do what you have to do until you can get home. And then I saw the poster yep. for the sandwich. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't do it. I ain't going to do it. Don't do it. I ain't going to do it. And then I did it. And it was probably like the one of the worst things I could have done. First of all, it was piping hot. Mm-hmm. My french fries were nice and golden and crispy. Oh, see, I don't ever get fries. I just, I'm like, give me the sandwich. No, no, no. I got the whole thing. If I was going to do it, I was going to do it, right? <laughs> I got in my car and I'm just like, damn, I hope, I hope this is fish and not chicken. Because it kind of no, is fish. I just I get real skeptical about things like that when it's in because a I think they use flounder. Okay, and it looked a little, you know, yeah, it flounderish was outside of the bun. Like it, every bite, you gonna get a piece of fish. Every bite. So I got home. I got myself situated. I ate my food, and I was just like, "My God, mm-hmm. if this is anything like the fish sandwich, I mean the chicken sandwich that had the black community in the chokehold." Yeah, I, I understand it now. I thought it took me two years. Or maybe three, because I, I never ate the. I don't think I ever ate the chicken sandwich. So you Probably never tried once. the chicken sandwich. Maybe that wasn't Popeyes. No, I don't think that was Popeyes. That was somebody else's chicken sandwich. But um, let me tell you, Popeyes had me in a chokehold, and they want to tussle. And I told I want to tussle with them. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. It was really good for it to be like a fast food restaurant. Sandwich. When you text me, I said, "Friend, you might just want to." You might want to go the other way. <laughs> I should have listened. You might want to go the other way. I should have listened because now it's just like Because between me and my coworker that one week, I said, I need to stop because I'm going to gain, I'm going to be like fucking 500 pounds. Let me stop. Yeah. Let me stop. It, it, it makes sense now. I understand what everybody was talking about and what everybody was going through because it was Popeye's. So I think I'm it was the pickles too. And the pickles. That they oh put on God. top. Yeah. I'm going to get one tomorrow. It's like, no. <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> it was quite it was quite delicious yeah it really was i understand so I, i'm gonna say that and say 2020 is when shit broke loose friend i honestly march. think it was march 2019 i'm gonna say it was march 2020 because that was when I was last in the office and I've been out of the office for two years, which would take me to present day right here, 2022. You're, wait, you're right. You're right. When was I? I got divorced. <laughs> wait, <I think> you, <laughs> good night, friend. <laughs> I got divorced in 20. It was finalized in 2018. I got to my gold body, 2019. 2020 is, yeah, 2020 is when all shit broke loose because I got big again. Yep, Brandy, you was out here. <laughs> I was 2019. Shorty was slim. Okay? Yeah, 
Yes. I'm sick. I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back. He was out here traveling and just... I was. Living your life like a scolding. I can't even... Yeah, so I really don't honestly remember 2020, 21. I know we in 2022 now, but... Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But we had some <laughs> lost time to make up for. We I'm do. really excited to take you out for dinner. It's only because you want to get me drunk and take I advantage of me. I want to get you drunk and take advantage. <laughs> so I am um, really excited for that. Can you make sure we end up down Penn's Landing? Or an insomnia cookie at least. Well, I could definitely get you to an insomnia cookie. I mean, if you're going to be the designated driver and everything, please get me a peanut butter cookie at least. So now I'm trying to... I can't remember the last time I've been to Penn's Landing. The last time I was there, it was mm, fun. The I last time too. I was there was 2016. I remember right. that. No, mine was 20. It might have been 2017, 2018. Is I was, it still a thing? Do people still go there? Well, you know, they have a lot of stuff down there. We normally just go down there to sit oh, and watch what? the water. You're getting confused. I'm getting confused because oh. I'm thinking about Penn's Landing. Oh, I'm thinking about um, Delaware. Is that Delaware Avenue where they put yeah. like the hammock, Hamlet? Yeah, hammock. <laughs> it's all right, friend. So that's that's considered what? That's Delaware yeah. Avenue. No, yeah, Penn's Landing is further down. But they call it, the, you call the whole damn thing Penn's Landing. We're not just about to be like Delaware Avenue. So We from, don't call it that. I call it Delaware Avenue. I don't. Do I just say Penn's call, Landing. Oh, no, the older people call it Columbus Boulevard. They do. <laughs> Columbus Boulevard. I call it Delaware Avenue. So yeah, okay. We could definitely go. We can make a whole day of it. I'm gonna make sure I'm cute at least. Yeah, put on something good for me. I'm gonna make sure it's not a wig though. Show me a little thigh and everything. I am. I'm gonna make sure it's not a wig. I'm gonna just make sure it ain't a wig. You know, I'm about to have my wig on the sidewalk. (laughs) Lace glue. Just you're not about to have me out here looking crazy. You're gonna catch me looking cute at least. Um, I'm oh, gonna make sure. man. All right. So, funny. what do you have for us today? Um, I really don't have anything. I was on someone's live last night. Okay. Guy, and I think they were doing like a post podcast review type of situation. Um, but the question that they had posed to their audience, I'm going to say, or the people on their live, was if you, and I hope I'm getting it right, I knew I should have wrote it down, but if you make 300000 a year and you're dating someone that makes like 100000 or a person that's trying to, trying to date you makes 100000 would you be able to date him? Or... Would he have to step his game up, basically? So it was a lot of mixed reviews in the comment section. You had some people saying, um, no, the person doesn't have to make a lot to date me if I'm dating that much, and if I'm if I'm making that much. Then you had people saying, yeah, he has to be on my level. And so I want to ask you. So if I am making your honest opinion, <clears throat> if I'm making three hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. 
and a person that wants to date you, a person that makes like a hundred or one fifty, I think the other guy said is making one fifty a year. Would well, you I, be able to date you? Like, is that a part of your standards? Could he? I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yeah for multiple reasons. One, well, here I go. I need details. Like, what's my occupation? Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I came in. If I'm making three hundred thousand a year, what's my occupation, right? And then if he's making a hundred thousand dollars a year, what's his occupation? I think both of those are really great incomes. Um, but what are we doing, right? Because what if we have jobs where we're literally trading our time for dollars? Yeah. Because you can get a man, <clears throat> and I say this all the time, you can get a man. Barry was creeping out. Barry is coming, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Frank. Barry is trying they to call speak. me off guard. I'm like, oh, Medea, it's happening. <laughs> I don't know. My voice is just, I'm just deep oh, voicing it today. <laughs> the throat, okay. Um, I say it all the time. So I could use my own personal life. My boyfriend does very well financially, right? Mm-hmm. But it comes at a cost yeah. of time. It comes at a cost of time. Unless you are an entrepreneur and you just have passive income and you don't mm-hmm. have to always be on the scene and you can be home. But what is the occupation? Because that makes a complete... That's, that's important to consider. And I'm because they may remember. have all the money in the world and have no time for you. Some women and are I, okay with that. They're okay with it. Me personally, I'm not. I don't think it was more so in the sense of that. I think they were basically saying that Can you date someone that makes the less person money than has you? to align. Can you could you date a person that makes less than you? And if we're talking about three hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, and yeah, the guy, the reason why the other guy was like three hundred thousand, he was like because if I'm making three hundred thousand and you're making a hundred thousand, and I'm living at a place where it costs me two thousand or three thousand dollars a month, and you only make one hundred to one fifty k, if you're coming in and we dating each other, say we moving in, would you be able to cover my costs if I'm the female and you're the male? So that's why I guess a lot of women were saying like, no, and he would have to be making either the same as me or more. See, I didn't even think about that. Like, that's a whole different thing. Well, can you come in and Right, how will we be able to live if, and then the other guy, he owns like a, um, let's just say this too, the average person doesn't make. That's what somebody brought up. Somebody uh, said, but are person, we speaking on like everyday people or are we speaking? That's not everyday people in everybody's household is different. The average person does not make $100,000. Yeah, the no. average black person definitely doesn't no. make $100,000 a year. That's first and foremost. Second, if I got myself to a place where I can make $300,000 a year, my mindset is not who can take care of me. My mindset is I can take care of me regardless mm-hmm. of what you have. And you're adding to what I have. Adding to what I have. And so in 2022, we don't have that luxury of a lot of people. Let me not say everyone. We don't have that luxury of being a stay at home mom and having a one income household. Because I'm waiting for the day where I can just be like, <laughs> fuck this job. I'm not going to work. My man got two jobs. Oh, I, don't gosh. Have I don't have to work. You know, everybody doesn't have that luxury. We don't have it. So to say, 
can you take care of me? I'm not looking to be taken care of. Well, I mean, in some aspects, in some aspects, but financially, no. But if you come into it and you can take care of me financially, then so be it. But I'm not expecting it, you know, no. Because what happens if you lose your job? Then what? What happens if you lose your your income that's 300K? I have to be able to strong arm the situation and be able to provide for the both of us. And you should always be preparing that you are for that. Absolutely. I watched this YouTuber and she does well. Her husband does well. And they're going to look for a house. She said, we're not buying a house based off of our combined income. Absolutely We're buying a house based off of if something happens to him, Mm -hmm. can I hold it down by myself and vice versa? Yeah. I said, that is so smart. Living kind of below your means because together you guys could probably afford something way more lavish than what you're looking for, but you're living within your means and you're going to be comfortable. Because I know that if something happens to my husband and they're married, if something happens to my husband, he can hold it down and I can hold it down if something happens to him and he's out of work. Right. Again, dating someone that makes 100K and up, you've already reached a group of people that are kind of, I don't want to say elite. 100,000 is really not that much, but it's not much to break it for down. the average person. Now, I think the conversation of a person making 100,000 and the conversation of a person making 300,000, that conversation is not that much different. I think it's that, not. It's actually, that, y'all in the same ball, like ballpark. Yeah, it's not that much different. Now, if you make 300,000 and that person makes ah, 30K, that's a different conversation. <laughs> that's kind of a different and conversation. Somebody did bring that up. And I think I had wrote, I don't even know if the comment went through. I put, you know, it doesn't matter as long as that person has the desire to make more or the desire to want more. Because you can make, sorry, you can make um, 40, 50K and that person make 100. And like the guy said, you may make that, but you may have... The guy that makes more may have the resources. You may have the brains. So you may make way less than him, but together combined, y'all probably could do something to where he could put you on or she can put you on. Right. So that when it comes to numbers, it actually depends on the person, honestly. Because if you make 50K and you're comfortable with that 50K, then you're just comfortable making 50K a year. Right. But if you make... 100 and then you have a female that makes 30 but she wants more and she's willing to do the work to get more then together y'all might can shake the table right i don't think that men ever i'm not gonna say ever but i don't think men really have an issue with dating a woman who makes less i don't know i feel like now it's changing i think sometimes the insecurities come in if the men makes less than the woman but like you said women are out here thriving Mm -hmm. dominating being entrepreneurs doing all types of things and we're unapologetic for it and I love it I'm here for all of it I love this for us but again it comes down to are you comfortable because the one thing that I never want to go back to is dating a man that's insecure that's the worst kind of Give me a cheater before you give me somebody insecure because it just it's horrible. It's horrible. So I guess it kind of depends on the man that you're dating, um, his mindset, where he's at, his where his comfort is with himself. And then it may be able to work out. 
but yeah, it depends insecure on the person. Man, an insecure person, period. Men or women yeah. is really, really hard to deal with. So, because I can work with it, you know. Yeah, some people may be able to, you know, it may not be a thing, but again, you have to realize your partner making 100K, 300, at what cost does it come to you? Are they available to you? Do they have time for you? So it's a lot to take into consideration when we start talking about people's salaries. Yeah, but like I said, I can work with it. And I think there are people out there who can work with it. You just got to be motivated and you have to want more. Like, and you have to have a plan because if you're making it, we can we can figure out a way to make more now. That's yep. one thing we can do. Yep. And sustain it. So, yeah, it depends on the person. That person has to be more than willing. But I thought that was an interesting conversation. I think they're going to do it again next Saturday. So I might have to tap you in, friend. Okay, tap me in. Tap you in, you. So I saw this post that said, um, would you be comfortable with your significant other taking a solo trip? Um, Mm, And the comments got a little spicy. But why... See, okay, so I'm your not question thinking is- of it. I'm not thinking of it from a insecure aspect. I'm thinking of it from a safety aspect because I'm just like, men, y'all can get traffic too. Y'all, y'all they anybody can, can get traffic. They can snatch y'all up as well. So, so let me take it. So maybe they went to a retreat somewhere in Florida, somewhere, or maybe the Poconos. Let's not say necessarily out of the country. All right, pose. The, you got to pose the question to me again. Start okay, over. So, would you be comfortable with your significant other taking a solo trip? It's not business related. They're just taking a solo trip. Yes, it can be I'll out be the country or in the country. You'll be comfortable. Yes. Okay. And that's only because yesterday I took a damn solo trip and I didn't even go far, but I needed that solo trip Yeah, <laughs> for I my <agree>. sanity, no, <laughs> my I mental health. I'm not coming from a space of being jealous, but like, yo, you going on a trip? Where we going? Because I'm always down to go somewhere, right? Like, I want to go on a trip. But He's going to be like, I'm going, but not with you. I'm going, but not with you. Yeah. Okay. And you have fine. to be okay with it. And I have to be okay with it. So because one yeah. thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get up and I'm going to go. That's what I'm saying. I can't be upset can't because... Be, right. Whether you know it's by sometimes myself, people my be wanting space. Sometimes relationships, y'all need like a little mini break. So I get it. Um, I don't see an issue with it. Now, I'm not going to lie. I would have an issue if... He said he was going somewhere <laughs> and it's like you and, and your coworkers or something. And I know your coworkers is like a mixed ass group. When you mostly say mixed, females. Oh, okay, okay. We're getting somewhere. Probably like three males and like the rest of them is females. Then I'm like, mm, I, I, I don't know. I want to go. <laughs> okay, so Family solo members by and yourself. Like that and friends, I don't care. Go ahead. But... Co-workers, co-workers. Okay, only so because co-workers. I know how co-workers are and they get, uh-uh. So I'm going to have to. co-workers is a no. Family and friends is yes. That's a yes. You go legit Absolutely. by yourself. That's fine. That's go fine. by yourself. Okay. Yeah. But what was the comment? Like, what were people saying? Well, why you need to go on a vacation without me? Why you what? need a break from me? I think the most important thing is y'all need that. a break. What and let's, let's just focus on a black man because that's the only man I know. So focusing on a black man, the fact that the black man is even tapped into the fact that he needs a break. Right. Girl, the fact he that the black man is tapped you. in that he needs to relax himself, mm. I'm all for it. 
because black people do not know how to relax we are constantly want to go we gotta go we gotta do it the next trip the next stop what are we doing next like we don't know how to just we've been working our whole lives let me just speak for me i've been working my whole life me too since 15 i'm tired I'm tired. And it had and I've had to do things that I really don't want to do since 15. I'm just like, again, I I'm love here the for black the happiness woman. aspect. I be, the, the black woman is strong, but I am moving myself away from that agenda. Yeah. No, I'm not strong. I'm tired. I need help. I don't want to do it. You can do it. Yep. Can you help me? Can you assist me? I'm learning how to ask for help. I'm learning how to say no. And I'm learning how to say I'm tired. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. That's what I tell the kids. So if my black man needs to take a break, black man, rest yourself. Black man, take a break. Take a break. So that you can be good for the both of us. For the okay? both of us. And the same applies to women as well. Take a break. Take so a break. So you can be useful. Take a break. Because ain't no sense of you being tired. And <laughs> we can't do shit with you. Can't do nothing with you. My no, mom. but when you mentioned that People don't know how to relax. I agree. Because yesterday, I told you where I went. Mm-hmm. I went to the uh, wellness place to go detox in the infrared sauna. And I told you about my little eye twitch in my... Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the twitching yeah, it's real. in my temple. And I'm sitting here. This was before I turned the podcast on to listen to it. Because they let you listen, like connect to the Bluetooth and stuff. And before I even turned it on, I was sitting there and it was like silence. And I'm just like, oh, I got to turn something on. It's too quiet. It's, it's too... But my body would not relax. My body didn't relax for the first 12 minutes. And it was a 60-minute session. I didn't know how to relax. The whole 12 minutes, I'm moving around. I'm fidgeting. You would have thought I was a child. Like, I kept Ron going in and out the sauna. Like picking up stuff, putting down stuff, checking my phone, sitting down. I'm like, yo, I, I didn't, I didn't know how to relax. To be in the moment, and that is so hard. It's not as easy as it means. I couldn't do it. It was too silent, and I'm used to checking emails and and doing all types of stuff. Like I and my phone had to be outside of the sauna, so it went overheat. So I just the first twelve, I could not relax. (laughs) I could not relax. And then after that, after I turned the podcast on and actually sat there and I looked at the timer, I was like, all right, I think I'm okay now. It was almost as if it could have been like a panic slash anxiety attack slash couldn't relax. Yeah. <laughs> and it's bad though, because we don't know how to shut our bodies down. We don't, we don't know. know. How to relax. And that's a scary thing because we should be able to have that moment where we're able to like relax and shut it down when it needs to be shut down. So yeah, let that black man go on vacation. Let that by himself on vacation by himself. And at this point, if a man is going to cheat, he going to cheat. Like you. Let me tell you something. He don't got. He will cheat on you in your house. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) He don't got to leave the country. He don't have to leave the city. If that man is a cheater, he's going to cheat anywhere that he can. And a lot of times we know we're being cheated on. You do. Like you you know. you, you can sense it. You, you definitely can sense it. So we're not even gonna do that. 
That man is going to do that. He's going to do that. Let that man go on vacation. Because the moment you want to step out and go on vacation and you can't, it's going to be a problem. And that relationship so, lines will just be over at that point. So just let him go on vacation. Yeah, I don't see a problem with it. Yeah. And it's crazy how, eh, well, they could be coming from an insecure standpoint. So I understand that aspect too. I get it. They may not want nobody to go on vacation, but whatever. They go on vacation. Now, now, I will say, (laughs) if you do have a man and he always needs to go on vacation by himself. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. And we're taking a little bit more often. I mean, like once or twice a year or something. Oh, okay. But if we're talking about multiple times. In a month? In a few months. I think that's a bit much. Yeah, because it damn especially sure ain't if his mama's grandma. Hello? Especially if he doesn't have an occupation that requires him to, to travel. travel. Yeah. You might want to... Um, see, but you never know, though. Unless that's just his thing to wind down. Well, that needed to be his thing. And I'm talking about... Let's just talk about married people, right? Okay. Mar- oh, absolutely not. Now now we now we head let's to a different talk, <laughs> Let's just talk about married people. Now we head to a different so, ballgame. So, um, if my husband needs to take frequent trips mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout the year, multiple times... Without me, without me and the kids, it comes. I said that's different. So when you say that, it's different. When you're, so we're not telling you to ignore the fact that your man is taking several trips without you. No, we're don't ignore that sis because that's Mm -hmm. that's some flags, the white flags. (laughs) That's some flags on your lawn waving. Don't ignore that. The white flags. If your husband needs to take a self care, I don't think it's anything wrong with that. If your husband wants to take a trip with his friends. I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. I actually encourage it. We said many, many episodes ago, do not date a man that don't have friends. Absolutely. Listen, we, if it's anything <laughs> that you will learn from ways. us, <laughs> if it's anything that you will learn from us, and my God, my God, my God, by experience, because we both have been with people in the past that did not have friends, never again will I overlook it. <laughs> Anybody who's trying to pursue me over here, dear God, they are going to have to have friends. You have because to. When Your I want to go away with mine, Jesus it and me, can't. you can't have two friends, me and Jesus, or me, me and me and Allah, or me and whoever your God is. You whoever can't just your God have. is, you can't, you cannot. Mm-mm. So if you don't want the man that got all the friends and he's out, and then you damn sure don't want the man. That I don't. Yeah, I don't want them either. Now that's you, you can have friends. Find a balance, and I really think that you know. I don't want no clubhouse ass men. You ain't gonna you be don't. in the club all damn weekend. It's, You're not you about know, to live in the club. Married people, I think, really should mix and mingle with married people. It's a different standard. Yes. It's a different standard of a vacation as well. So when I go on vacation. I'm always going with married people. It's just how it works out. My circle yeah. of friends, majority of my friends are married, married with kids. So my vacations are really not turned up. And yeah, you got really an old ass vacation. I got an old ass vacation and I live for a good old ass vacation. Yeah. With food and drinks and shopping. I live for old ass friends. That's I why I never had it. friends my age. <laughs> I live for it. old ass friends is a little bit different. I can't do the club and I can't, I can't do that anymore. I can't. 
So I can't tell when you, the you are that married woman or that married man and you're going out with these single people, that's a different type of environment. And sometimes them single people don't respect your boundaries as a married person. And they're coming from a single place, like a single mindset. So it's very different. Very, very different. It's very different. So I get it. I live for the for the married couples. I, hello, listen. What's All the my thing? If you hang married. around five millionaires, hopefully you become the sixth one. I want to be the sixth one. Okay. I'm hanging around successful people. I'm hanging around married people. And I'm going to hang around successfully married. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to hang around skinny people. Okay. Because being, the, listen, hey, summer, dear summer. That's all. I, this the name of this episode gonna be called Dear Summer. Dear Summer. Dear Summer. I don't even want to know how many days we have, and so summer officially starts for me June first. Once it hits June, it's like, oh God, summer's here. Now it's June though, it's third for me. Something really crazy outside. I went outside to my it's car, cold. and it is cold. It's so cold. It is cold it in is Philadelphia. So cold. Like yesterday, I had to put back on that red H and M jacket. <laughs> I had to throw back on that jacket. It's, I said, oh my God, it's cold. Dear it's God, cold. it's cold. The temperature and right I don't want you to make it too 40, hot. But It's currently 47 degrees in Philadelphia. And it feels like high, it. Uh, 54 degrees. It feels like it. So I want to tell you guys something that I learned. And I think you already knew this and I felt dumb telling it. But I want to say oh it again because I'm looking at the weather. So, and this is just me oh, having a goes. moment. So I thought that when you look at the weather... Like today, it says it's a 50% chance of rain. That's how I read it, that it's a 50% chance that it's going to rain. And that's not really how you read it. So it's really saying that it's definitely going to rain. Only 50% of the area is going to get it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Were you reading the weather like accordingly? Like you know how it has the two temperatures? Did you always read that right? As well, you know how one is like highlighted white, and then the other is just like. So what's that? Because I thought the two temperatures mean that. Okay, so right now this is at the high. So one is going to be the temperature for the day, and then one is the temperature when it drops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one. Okay, the high and the low. Yeah, yeah. I was just reading the possibility of it raining wrong. Oh yeah. Oh yo, it's only fifty percent chance, so it may not rain. rain. It's going to (laughs) rain. So it's really saying, no, it's really saying is that it is definitely going to rain. Mm-hmm. Only 50% of the area is going to get the shower. So if yes. you're a little slow like me. You're not slow. There you go. I just did not know. I was like, oh, okay. I get it. So I want to talk about this quickly and then we can like call it a go because I know we both have to go to Trader Joe's. Um, <laughs> I wanted to bring up something that I saw about the Mm. students being forced to pick cotton, the two black students, by their teacher. Mm. And where they were forced to wear handcuffs. And they was like, the two students was like, oh, no, no, no. We're not about to do this. (laughs) We ain't doing that. So the teacher allegedly, and I forgot where it was. Sorry. Forgive me. Because that's my first question. I forgot where it was, but the teacher, it was like some sort of assignment, and he had the kids picking cotton, but it was just all the black kids. And I think it was like three three, three kids or four kids, might have been two. 
And the Caucasian kids that chose not to, he let them, you know, sit to the side if they didn't want to be involved in the activity. But why was this an activity? Now, the man got fired. Okay. But my thing is, what's going on in the in the heads of some of these teachers? Like, what what I want to know what's going on. What's going on up here? To where you think that it's okay for you to tell these black kids that they have to engage in this assignment to pick cotton. I'm kind of reading a story right now. I believe it happens in Rochester. So That's New see. York, Rochester, right? Rochester, New York. Yeah. Let's see. And now a word from our sponsors. We need to put elevator music while you look it up. <laughs> So it says a teacher at Rochester School of the Arts is on leave facing a host of allegations of racist behavior, including placing handcuffs and leg shackles on his mostly black students and making them pick cotton during a seventh grade social studies class. Now, here I go. It, It has to be more to this. It has to be more to this. What, what, if lost for words was a person. <laughs> if lost for words was a person, like seriously. Okay, so he did not only do this with just one class, but it was with multiple classes. Referred to himself as Messiah and allowed white students in the class to stop when they complain, but not black students. Where were you trying to take this? But this could have been taken multiple ways. Is this like <laughs> you trying to let the black kids Like, did you know? want them to reenact slavery? Is did that what we were doing? To reen- so the question can be, at what point during a social studies lesson, would it, if any, at any time, is it acceptable to reenact slavery? And, and I'm going to ask this question because a lot of times we say, y'all never telling the right story. Y'all never telling what's really happening. So at what extent, like, what, would, it, would this be okay on any level? Because it could have been a moment where... Hell no. Okay, okay. So let's, let's create a scenario. So let's give it a white teacher because that's going to add the razzle the to it. Right. So if this is a white social studies teacher with a mixed class and maybe a white kid said, well, that never really happened. Or a black mixed kid said, well, I don't know if that's really a thing. And then he reenacts it. See, no, I don't need you to reenact because then I'm going to demonstrate exhibit B and I'm going to provide you with some text and literature to let you know that what you were saying was incorrect. We're not about the uh, reenact okay. shit though. Okay. We're not about to pick cotton. You're not about to put no shackles and chains on my goddamn child's feet and Break arms and legs Mary, Mary. and neck. I'm just like, okay? at what point did you think that this was okay? Was this premeditated? Did you go home and have lesson plans? Did your lesson plans And it had to be approved? premeditated because you just said it was multiple classes. This was your thing. Like this was what you were doing okay and I'm glad that those two kids were smart enough to be like uh-uh we're like we're not about to do that it's not about to be that sir it's not about to be that Mr. Dickhead it's not it's just not 
It's never that would never be okay. Never be okay. So it says that you know the school thought that it was something wrong with it, and now he is on administrative leave. The whole administrative leave thing to me is always like, what does that really mean? Right, because you're still getting paid, correct? Are you still getting paid? Are you at home taking a vacation? Right. Are you still able able to be employed at other schools? So what I think when people put um, employees on administrative leave, depending on the company organization, to me, it really just registers like, we don't think you was wrong. Well, just the, the play is safe. We're going to put you on administrative leave until we can figure this thing out. Hell or no. it could be a fancy way of them just saying that he's fired. Because we really we don't know taking back what it means. We need to start taking back people. Certifications. Certifications. Um, some people just should not. And I just had this conversation. Just because you want to be in that profession does not mean that you should. I always wanted to be a hairstylist. Doesn't mean that I should be laying tracks <laughs> sewing down wigs. It doesn't mean that I should be doing that. But I always had a desire to do so. Some people just should not. And if you see his picture, he looked like he shouldn't be teaching no class. Did you see what he looked like? I can see what he looks like. I don't think they. He looked a little razzle dazzle and frazzle. Did you Um, see him? (laughs) I didn't. I'm gonna go look at the picture because the picture sometimes is weird. Look at his picture. It's giving Nightmare on Elm Street meets the Magic School Bus. Like he looks like Mr. Frizzle. He looks crazy. He looks like he shouldn't be teaching. I'm all for. Um, education and teaching the real story but the reenacting probably is just not necessary like you said it wouldn't be too hard to just simply pick up a book and read the literature (laughs) and Um, I just have to disagree because I'm all for people telling the story but the person telling the story has to look like me I'm I'm so tired and that becomes that becomes a thing also I'm so tired another conversation where you will have these children um, being in these classrooms, being taught by people that don't look like them, that cannot relate to them. And okay, so they go to school for education and you know you can be in a program that say, if you do this, we'll give you tuition reimbursement, but you owe us two years right. in the underprivileged school. Mm-hmm. You've never been in the city. Nope. You've never been around Black people. Nope. You don't know any of the things of the children that you're teaching. So now when you get these children, you label them with everything in the book. Mm-hmm. You cannot relate to them. And then you have the ones that I experienced during the summertime when we were at this high school where the teacher would be like, oh, well, I've taught in North Philly for this amount of years and I've had to teach in Alney and I had to, but that does not mean anything. It just means that you were exposed to these type of children and that's it. You don't know the struggle. You don't know what they go through. You don't know what they've been through. That doesn't just because you taught there doesn't mean you're down. It doesn't mean like you don't get no street cred because you've taught for 22 years in North Philadelphia. That doesn't mean shit to me. It doesn't. So and what are you saying it for? And don't get me wrong. Some of these children are a piece of work. But they you gotta are. dig deeper to find out where that piece of work is coming from. And these it happens just now. Don't always just come out and be like, oh, I'm going to be a badass today. No, a lot of these kids are dealing with issues and traumas that we, I, as a Black woman, can't even relate to. 
I never had to get up in the morning and get all my siblings together and make sure we all get out the door and then have to pick them up and come back in the house. I never had to be left alone in the house at six o'clock in the morning well, while my mm-hmm. mama went out to okay, go to well, work. Yeah, you know, it's that's a certain, different. Yeah, it's certain things that <laughs> I never had not getting to, people ready. I would yeah, get myself like, ready. That's the responsibility that these children have today is just, I can't fathom it. It's See, just, I can't, but... I've had friends who've had to do it. So I know what it's like. I know what it's like waiting outside for you, your sister and your brother, or coming in there Absolutely. and y'all eating breakfast. So we, we've seen it. We've I've been seen exposed it. to I've it. I've been exposed to we it. We know people who've had to do that. But when you have this person who... You only get to work and you see certain things. And you go home to a completely It's only when you pull up to your destination that you see the environment. And that's it. And then after that, you go home or you go where you got to go. Like... We've had friends who lived in these environments Absolutely. where we had to visit. We sat on the step and ate water ice and a pickle, whatever the fuck you want to call yeah. it. Like, yeah. I'm tired of these teachers. Like, what, like, what do you want? A badge of honor? What do you want? What do because you want? Because a lot of times they, and I hate to say it, no shade to the good teachers, but a lot of times you end up doing more harm than good. Yeah. Yeah. These kids are getting arrested. These kids are getting labeled. They're getting all types of things when in actuality, they really just need someone to understand and be a little bit more compassionate. And that's where, so where I'm at now, somebody made a comment because of me and a couple of other employees. And they're like, well, they always gravitate towards y'all. And... Nobody, we didn't, nobody responded, but amongst ourselves, we talked about it and discussed it and was like, they gravitate towards us because we're from that environment. Like, we get them. We get it. We get it. You look That's like my mama. Say. You look like my daddy. You look yeah, like someone my that aunt, I know. My You're cousin. Familiar. My god mom. We're all of these people in one. That's why I sometimes you can give the to me. Right. Oh, absolutely. I got one student <laughs> where I'd be like, he'd be like, all right, miss, 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 miss. All right, all right. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit down. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> Stop playing with me. <laughs> or you got the teachers that will see the kids. I'm like, good morning. And then when I see them, I'd be like, what's up? And they'd be like, what's up, miss, miss such and such? <laughs> Sometimes you have to meet the child where they are. Meet them where they are, you yo. have to meet it's- them where they are. It's all about them being comfortable and building that trust and relationship. And it's easy to do, you know? And you don't and have to be this to be stern every day. Yeah, this stern figure in their life. Like you like, come on, chill out. Yeah. One thing I had to learn, this is how I know I had to get out the classroom, is that <laughs> <laughs> you cut up on Monday. I'm bringing that shit right back to your face on Tuesday. No, because you remember what you did yesterday? <laughs> when you thought that she was gonna come in this classroom and I was just like, no, like stop. I'm dwelling on what that kid did yesterday because now yeah. you're on my list for the rest of the year and I'm on that ass. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> yeah, for I you had, gotta let that go. I had to let it go. I had to let that, let that go. go. I had to let go of a messy classroom. No, the kids are supposed to play and explore and try new things. Yeah. This is why, and I'm saying this, I removed myself from the classroom and it's okay. I had to, I, if I wanted to stay in education, I could do it in a different capacity, but I knew mm-hmm. that I needed to get out of the classroom because I was yeah. making it. <laughs> I was going to go every day you I was came in the table. They, they beat them kids up. Uh-uh, because I don't deal well with disrespect, you know, and I and meeting the kids where they are like, listen, I don't come in here and disrespect you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to disrespect me. And we're going to have an equal understanding of e- for each other. Yes, you're a child, but I'm still going to respect you because yeah. everybody deserves to be respected. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Oh, baby, some days, some days I had to whisper some things in some kids' ears. <laughs> you know what's crazy? So it was one teacher. I had, uh, this was, was this last year? I think it was last year. He was like a sub too. And the same student, this student is like not in my class, but he always comes to me and his mom always gives me um, a teacher's appreciation gift and a Christmas gift, even though he's not in my class. So I saw the kid and I'm like, what's wrong? Cause you know, he was sitting there and he was sad and he was like, Mr. Such and Such kept calling on me to do this problem and I can't do it as fast as the rest of the kids. So I didn't want to do it. So he said, I'm upset. Well, he didn't say upset. He was like, I'm mad. <laughs> he was like, I'm mad. And I'm like, oh, well, it's okay. So he, the, the sub teacher came out and he was like, oh, what's wrong? Everybody, Everybody's black. We all black. So... He like, what's wrong? He was like, you kept calling on me to do a problem, and I told you I didn't know how to do it. He said it like that. <laughs> Look at the transparency there. Look at the transparency. But I think he was only transparent because I was there and I was rubbing his back, and he was like halfway sitting on my knee. And he like, and I told you I didn't know how to do it. Like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the teacher, he was like, well, that's all you had to say. And I think there's a difference when there's a female African-American teacher compared to a male African-American teacher because I know how this person teaches. So he probably was real aggressive in the approach like, no, you're going to get up here and do this problem. And the kid is like, bruh, I don't know my numbers. How am I about to do this? <laughs> Aww. So I was like, can I talk to him? And he was like, um, sure, sure, miss, sure. So he went back in the classroom and he shut the door. And I was like, well, the next time you feel like that, just tell him. That boy going to turn and look at me talking about something. Well, I just told you what I said, and he didn't listen. (laughs) Can I come to your class? Because I'm tired of being in here with him. I said, no, but you do need to learn your numbers, and you need to learn how to count. But I said all of that to say the comfortable, like, they have to be comfortable. And, yes, you have to respect the kid. And I think there was some type of disrespect going on. Like, if the kid tells you he doesn't know something... Please don't force this baby to get so, up there in front of these kids. That's the other thing with the black. So <laughs> this education world is crazy. So you got the white, <laughs> te- we have the white teachers that can't relate. And then we have the black older teachers that still come yes, from he that. Yes, older. I'm the adult. Yep. You're the child. What I say go. So these kids really catch your heart sometimes. Could you imagine going from one class where the person can't relate to you at all and and they don't, you don't know anything that they're talking about. Then go into the next class and the teacher like, well, I'm the adult and you're the child and they're trying to put you in your place. Right. That's and a it, very stressful day. Mm-hmm. Very it stressful. Is. It is. These little and people just, they, they, sometimes they can't catch a break. They can't. And he, <laughs> he in third grade now, but <laughs> it just was funny. Because third grade is stressing him out. <laughs> no, but at the time this was right, this was second grade and it was right after... Well, no, we still was in a pandemic, but it was when we were all coming back into the classroom. Okay. So you have these kids out for a year or two years, and then they have to come back and catch up. And they He's were all telling you behind. He can't count. He's telling you he cannot do this double addition problem. Oh, the baby God. can't count. Leave him alone. Not only that, but you're a sub and you're doing sub work. This is not like a curriculum that just was 
given to you for you to teach these kids that's a part of it. No, you had, it's basically makeup work or what made up work that you're trying to teach. He can't do it. And I know how this teacher probably <laughs> delivered it to him. And it probably was very aggressive and very black male, you know, ego driven type of <laughs> instruction. That poor baby said, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Then stress them out. And now he got to go home and be stressed some more. These kids really... Child, and looked up. And it be making me feel so bad because I know these... I know the other staff members probably be looking at all of us. We call each other... We call us the cool the cool squad. They be looking at the cool squad like, we sick of their asses. Well, we sick of y'all old asses. Y'all just... Up here getting on these babies' nerves. They be like, can I come with you? I'm like, you cannot come with me. And then the class he's in now is funny because when I walk by his teacher, she be like, he be stopping me in the middle, the middle of my lesson. Like, can you call Miss such and such? Can I go in her room? <laughs> you cannot come here. You're growing up. You're moving up in the world. We love the kids. No, I do love the kids, though. They are out of the mouths of babes. They are funny. They are <laughs> hilarious. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, friend. I guess we can wrap it up and get the Trader Joe's. All right. As always, be sure to light your sage, clutch your crystals, and stop building on the backs of blacks. <laughs> <laughs>